Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. It is time to talk housewives, and who better to do that with me than Brandon Alvarado of the Jenny McCarthy show a couple years ago, and he's moved on to many other things since then, but most of all, he is just in deep with all the housewives like we are. So Brandon, welcome back. Thank you for having me. I'm traumatized currently by Danielle Staub. <laughs> so you're actually living kind of close to the Staub. I mean, you've oh, yeah. seen her in the wild. You've seen her at a Starbucks, correct? Yeah, and I do think that she's a flight risk. And I saw her at a Starbucks and I was scared for my life. And I just <laughs> wanted the whole interaction to end. <laughs> Ooh, I have to tell you on the pod right now, actually. Yeah, tell me. The... So this guy seems very nice. But have you seen you? Uh, yes, I have. Both seasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just walked I just walked past Penn Badgley and his wife yesterday in Brooklyn and he seems like a lovely guy but of course you have to think of you you just have to think of the show and you have to think of that character and so of course I was like <gasps> I was just taken aback and um it was Danielle Staub level she's legit in real life a flight risk so that was scary but Penn Badgley running into him I just immediately thought of Joe Beck who is of course a scary guy. Right, exactly. But very charming, unlike Danielle, who's just like straight up scary. Oh, yeah. Danielle has truly no charm to her. I mean, you can ask, you know, one of the 20 guys that she was engaged to what the charm was. I don't see it. Haven't seen it in the 10 years that, <laughs> that I have never understood. I've never understood. No one does. Only the dudes who fall for it understand. I mean, she is horrific on every level. She is not charming. She's not funny. She's not smart. It, I don't know, Brandon. You know what? There's something. There's something that she has that entraps a guy. She must be like the needy kind of like save me case, you know, that some yeah. guys fall for. I don't know. We could just this is a separate podcast dissecting Danielle. We're going to talk about her plenty when we get to New Jersey. But you guys, OK, we originally started out just recapping New Jersey. But of course, Brandon and I watch all the housewives. I haven't recapped all the housewives every week like I have with other shows. I always talk about them on Jenny McCarthy every Friday. So if you guys get Sirius XM, I do cover the housewives every single week with Jenny. Fridays, Sirius XM channel 109, around 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is when we do our Real Housewives Roundup. And we do 90 Day Fiance those days, too. But now that we're at the end of Dallas, okay, the reunion is done. Now that we're in the middle of Jersey, and I really feel like we kind of need to touch on Atlanta a bit, too. There's there are some things to talk about. I mean, for sure. I was not super into OC, so I really did like super light coverage of that. The best part of OC to me was Vicky just losing her goddamn mind at the reunion, which we talked about last time. (laughs) Oh, my God. The clips of that are amazing. Vicky's another flight risk. If I ran into her in public, by the way, her and Tamara both. (laughs) If I ran if I ran to Tamara anywhere, I would run the other way. I would run. And, and that's the thing with Danielle running into her. I was I stood still in my seat because I just feel like with her, you got to just let her move um, and just sort of let it happen and just not like you're sort of just like it's like a snake waiting by you just like don't want to move at all. With Tamara, I have the opposite of like I would run out the door, run. I really? Oh my god! See, I don't know about Tamara if I would run. I feel like there are a couple of housewives I would just have urine running down my leg if I were trapped in an elevator with them. One of them is Bethany Frankel, who I love on Housewives, but who I am very scared to have any kind of personal interaction with ever. The second would be Ramona Singer. I mean, I'm basically going to go through the New York cast because they are so intimidating to me. And some of them are. Others aren't. I mean, I've met Luann. She's 
great in person. She's completely delusional, as all of us know. But she has good. <laughs> she has good manners with people. Yes. You know. Anyway, okay. Let's pull it back. Let's talk about what's actually going on in the Housewives universe right now. With our summit. I love having a summit with It's you. a summit. It is a Housewives summit. We need to do it. First of all, and you just brought this up to me. Thank God you reminded me. We need to talk about something not even happening yet. That, that hasn't premiered yet. Beverly Hills. All of the crazy articles going on about Denise and Brandy. <laughs> the story is that Brandy and Denise, air quotes, slept together had sex, who knows, whatever. Passionate affair. A passionate affair, right. Meeting of the minds. And they were going to keep this on the down low, allegedly. This is all a story. Nobody knows if any of this is true. And it came out during filming. And that, true or not, when Aaron, Denise's husband, heard about it, he was really pissed. And Denise refused to film anymore because she was... Uh, number one, saying all of this stuff is false, or number two, pissed at Brandy because Brandy talked about it openly, whereas Brandy was saying, well, I thought you guys had an open relationship. I mean, like, you talk openly about, like, going to get him hand jobs at mas- uh, massage places. Like, what's happening here? So, I, I don't know, Brandon. What the fuck? What do you think is going on? I, okay, so obviously Brandy's leaking all these things, and then, or someone in her team, and then she's like, I can't comment on them. Um, I love Denise Richard. She was my favorite last year in Beverly Hills. I expect her to be my favorite again this year. And I think that, I don't know. I, I First of all, I was shook when I read the news, of course, because how could you not be? Um, right. This will be Beverly Hills' best storyline in years, if this is true. And it does, and it, honestly, <laughs> it, seems like the, it seems like whether the story, if the story is true or not, the actual, like, or, or whether their affair was true, I'm sorry. The story of Brandy telling everybody about it seems like that's going to be true. Like it, that to me seems like already it, that's going to happen. That Brandy's going to spill it, and then Denise is going to have to be confronted by this in Rome, um, and then she's and then Denise is done. That seems to be true, at least. That does seem to be true, and that has been confirmed-ish by our girl Camille Grammer Donatachi, yes. whatever her name is now. She replied to someone saying, like, it does come out during filming, or I think it does come out during filming, even though she's, like, on Team Denise being like, this is not true. So just like the Lucy, Lucy, Apple, friggin' Juicy thing. I mean, it doesn't even matter if it's true or not. It will be a major storyline. But can I ask, what have you heard about Brandy's involvement in this season? Because all I know is what she's tweeting and the articles coming out. I mean, she has no solid place as a housewife this season she's just kind of like an interloper or is she actually a friend of so i'm guessing that they're gonna bump her up to a friend of my assumption is that they probably brought brought on brandy as a guest because there was that moment where she was like i'm filming like it was that photo of her kim richards eileen adri like the the ghost of beverly hills i'm happy to see all of them there um and camille like they're all gonna be on the show um and it looked like they were filming at like one party and I thought that was all that Brandy was doing because Brandy, I thought during the early taping, like when uh, season 10 started filming and it was announced that Garcelle and Sutton were a part of it, I thought Brandy was talking about how she was not going to be a part of it at all. But it looks like now I can't imagine that they wouldn't make her a friend of. I mean, I can imagine this will be a very big storyline for the show. And I feel bad if, um, oh, I feel bad for Denise if this, if, like, just because for all of it, I mean, First of all, if I was going to have an affair with anybody in Beverly Hills, it would not be with Brandy because Brandy is someone that will spill those secrets. Let's just be honest about that. Right. Um, like Brandy cannot 
Brandy would be the last, but you can't, she can't keep those secrets. No, she lives for that. She lives for that kind of story. And she is clawing her way onto every low bottom feeder reality show there is. And I actually enjoy her messy drama. However, not at the expense of our girl, Denise. Our girl, Denise, does not deserve this. And mm-hmm. what I will say about Brandy is, Brandy, you are lucky. If you had an affair with Denise Richards, you are a lucky right. woman. Don't <laughs> ruin this. Like, don't ruin this for yourself and don't ruin Denise. That's true. Right? I'm that like, is true. On. Denise is like the top of the heap in terms of just like clout, beauty, everything. I mean, she's so cool. I love her on the show. I mean, people thought she was kind of boring. I liked her. I'm hoping to see her throw down. I was really disappointed to like read these, again, rumors that she quit or she refused to film because I'm like, that is such a bitch move. Like, don't do that. I hate this move. I know. And I will say that, like, obviously it seemed to be confirmed that she wasn't at the finale because Lisa Renna literally wrote on her page, where were you? Which, by the way, Lisa Renna, have your friends back. Come on. Like, Lisa Whatever. Renna is, no, that's how Renna operates. She's always like, hey, someone's not here filming. Let me write about it on my social media. And I love her for that. Oh, yeah. And that, uh, the other rumors, too, about how, like, Brandy apparently was saying either that Denise was talking shit about everybody or that, like, the girls or like, Kyle was talking shit to Brandy about the girls turning on Denise because she was the fan favorite. I know Brandy said on Twitter, like, by the way, like, neither Kyle nor Denise have spoken ill about either to her. So hmm. I guess that's not uh, Brandy's happy to dispel that rumor. So who knows? I, I, I don't even know anymore. But I feel I feel not great if it's going to be another season of everybody turning on one. I mean, right. I was I was oddly more on Team LVP side last season than I thought it would be. I will say that. Um, I felt really bad for her, oddly enough. Um, and I hope that our girl Denise, who I genuinely love, I hope that it's not going to be a season where they turn on her or like anything like that. I, I think it was clear. I'm sure they all know that Denise was the fan favorite last year. I assume Denise probably gets paid the most because that was the whole rumor because she's Denise Richards. And I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how the season shakes out. I hope Denise goes to the reunion because I know that there are already rumors that she won't go. And I don't want LVP to set this like weird precedent. That you can just like suddenly not go to the reunion. Or, like, I agree. Filming. It's like, that's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see people quit and then be like, I'm not coming to the reunion. It's like, that is not what this show is about. It is about people fighting when they have to fight. And then, you know, just having fun and doing like absurd money driven things other times it's about us looking at your outfits like it's not about you taking everything so seriously that you quit and don't show up that is just beyond right and i think these women don't realize that not going to the reunion makes you look guilty denise if any of these things are true or not true go to the reunion i mean i'm saying this and we haven't seen the season yet but what i will say if denise (laughs) is already thinking like i'm not going to the reunion go to the reunion talk about this listen if you didn't do it you know, say you didn't do it. If you did do it, fucking own it and say, yeah, I did. Like, I feel bad too. If, like, I mean, God bless. Like, I mean, if Denise is sexually fluid, I love that for her. I'm, I love it. Great. We love a housewife storyline where, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's exciting to see a storyline where it's like, okay, look, these two had an affair. Great. But if Denise is upset because the rumor is that she cheated on Aaron, then talk about it. You know, right. state your case, speak your truth, defend yourself and own whatever you need to own and or deny what you need to deny because maybe none of it's true at all. But I I agree. You know, the one thing it's doing for us, Brandon, is it's actually getting us to talk about Beverly Hills, which is almost impossible in the off season, let alone the on season. So it's doing that for us. So Brandy is the hero that the show needs in that case. She is. We do need her back. It does seem like it. And Camille said this, like the the friend does or the guests are doing more work on their back than the diamond holders. And I have to agree with her. I mean, who knows what's coming along this season? 
Um, we I guess we're having eight full-time housewives because of Garcelle and Sutton. Fine with me. I think Beverly Hills always works better with more women in the mix. I really do. The only feud I know of, because we saw that video leak, was Sutton and Erica. Other than that, I have no idea. Oh, interesting. Well, we're... Again, we're talking about it, so there's something there. I mean, of course, I will watch. I will watch to my dying day. I will just keep watching. It's fine, but maybe it will be better than we initially thought. That's good. That's a good and thing. I think, a, I think a trailer, by the way, is going to be out by the next time we record. Because <gasps> it looks like it's going to be... I think it's because it, it premiered this time last year. I have a feeling that it's going to be like the trailer's coming out soon, and then they're probably going to have like a March-ish release, because I think they're going to pair it again with Housewives in New York. That's my they guess. Probably they probably will. Beverly Hills and New York come out around the same time, March, usually around spring break for me, which is even the last week in March, sometimes the Something third. Something like that. Yeah, anyway, okay, that is coming up. We, guys, just to let you know why we don't know what's going on on the latest Atlanta is because we're recording this basically hours before Atlanta airs Sunday night. (laughs) We only know what's been going on up to the moment of the Portia Nini fight, which I've only seen in the preview for what will be happening this week. It's been teased for months. (laughs) Months. And like, we're recording this. I'm like, God damn, we're going to totally miss out on that. So we will talk about it next week. But here's what I wanted to ask you. I mean, you think probably as the rest of us do it's obvious that this Yovana nobody is the one who recorded Cynthia oh yes Gail Yovana because apparently her first name is Gail oh my god Gail Yovana (laughs) like Beverly Danielle Yes. So it's apparent, I guess her middle name might be Yovana or that's her stage name. I don't know. But Gail Yovana is clearly the snake. And, and she, every time she's going to, and I think the snake storyline is so boring, honestly, that I, cause I think we know, I mean, listen, unless they pull out a good twist and I'm, I'm here for it. I want it to happen. It's obviously Yovana. So I'm just like, right. reveal right. it. Like, honestly, a producer needs to slip in there and just reveal it if they have to. I don't think it's Marlo. I really don't. Um, and if it really is someone else, then honestly, I, doesn't seem like it'd be anyone in the cast no exactly it can't be anyone but this yovana bitch gail as you like gail Gail yovana or like one of someone on nini's team and if it is someone on nini's team then i really don't care like i just don't care yeah it's kind of dumb okay here's the weirdest part of it though like kenya doing that snake tongue thing like sticking it out and in (laughs) over and over brandon i was disturbed watching that i'm like stop please stop make it stop I will say that I laughed my ass off when Portia was describing Kenya as the bad cop, <laughs> Portia herself as the nice slash bad cop, and I think Candy is the quiet cop. Candy is like the bump on the log who just stands there. I, oh, she really is. I mean, can I, by the way, just make the case for why Tanya needs to be a full-time housewife? Yes, she is the one. Okay, just guys, if you're not watching Atlanta, just know that they are on a trip to Toronto right now. Tanya is the one who took them there. They're all there for Carnival. And she is like, she was on last season and they sort of, she sort of got into it with Nini. Now they're back. They're okay. Well, Nini is trying to be okay with everyone. So people will film with her, but that's yes. another story. Nini and, did her, I don't know what I did wrong, but if I have to apologize, I guess I'll apologize for what I did wrong. She's that's like, apology. she's that's basically like this, the Stasi quote to Sheena. Like, I don't know what I did to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. It's exactly that. She's yeah. truly approaching anybody and everybody with the whole, I don't know what I did. And actually, I think I was right. But if I did hurt you, I'm sorry. Right. So because mean. I would like to still get paid. Thank you. But, okay. So Tanya, that's who this is. So why do you think she should be a full-time housewife on Atlanta? 
I love Tanya. She brings an amazing energy to the show. I think she planned a fabulous, amazing trip to Toronto. She went above and beyond to make sure these girls were comfortable. She had rooms the same for everybody, same type of room, so no one was fighting. She got these costumes made. She's, I just feel like she's going above and beyond, and she put on a great trip. I think that she's genuinely so, so, so sweet. And as much as I love the Atlanta Housewives, I think that Tanya brings an energy that we have not seen in a long time. And I think that they tried to do it with Kim Fields, where it's like, oh, look, she's nice and famous and, and different than these girls. But it was a major failure. I think Kim Fields, unfortunately, was one of the worst casting choices any Agreed. of the Housewives franchises have ever made. Sorry, Agreed. Kim. But Tanya is amazing. I think that she's so sweet. I think that she's not afraid to... I, I, I don't think she lives for the drama, and, and she I don't think she's going to be the most dramatic housewife ever, but I think that she what she does do is she's able to bring these girls together. She's able to show them a good time. She seems like she has a great heart and a great spirit. And I know that that doesn't always make for the best housewife, but for whatever reason, similar to Stephanie Holman, I think that Tanya, it works amongst mm. these other women. I, you know what? She is similar to Stephanie. That energy she has, like no one can really hate her. She is fun and funny and light and cheerful, but she can also be like kind of sarcastic, but not in a mean way. I would compare her to a more stable, fully realized Tinsley Mortimer because she has money yes. to like, like she knows she has manners. She knows how to host a trip. She knows how to make things nice. You know, she does. She's not super messy. She doesn't have her own storyline, though, kind of like a Tinsley, you know, so I think that's probably why she's not full time. But she is interesting. I like her when she's in scenes and she does bring people together, but not really get involved. And you do need someone like that on the cast for sure, especially with really strong personalities like Atlanta. I agree. And I got to say, I think I relate to Tanya because Tanya is a fucking dork. I'm sorry for cursing. I'm cursing more than I usually do. Uh, Are you kidding? Are you kidding? (laughs) It's because you're with me. This is the place to curse. Just your brains out. And you know what? Yeah, it's not a wholesome podcast. And that's okay. (laughs) Well, I was going to say about Tanya. She's a dork. And I love her for that. She's a nerd. I love that. That's a compliment. Because and I say that. Because I feel like, listen, if I was amongst any of these women, especially as a group, I would be the most infinitely uncool person in that cast. And I feel like Tanya, I'm not saying she's uncool, but I think that she brings this like dorky energy that actually works really well and actually charms these women. And I think, and I, Tanya, if you're listening, I think it's a major compliment. And I just really, really love her energy. I, and I apparently, I heard that she's actually was supposed to be full-time. She said that she denied it. And she said she, would, she only wanted to be on part-time. I could picture her doing that, actually. Okay, now, here's a group of ladies who are all getting canceled, who are all getting fired. Their show is probably going to be off the air, never to happen again. And uh, they, they would always choose full-time housewifery, Dallas. I mean, uh-huh. what do you think... The fate of Dallas's after this reunion, the Leanne Locken stuff, the racism stuff, Brandy's video being leaked where she was pretending she had, she was like talking in a, with like a very um, disparaging like Asian accent, you know, or what she thinks one would be and pulling her eyes and it was not part of the show, but somebody leaked it. And now she's literally checked herself into a wellness center. Yeah. Uh like I wish I could do that when I have a problem. Like that would be right. basically every week for me, though. And it, it, you know, it was a, it was. I don't know. It's just like a big clusterfuck, Brandon. Like, what do you think is actually going to happen with the show and with these women? So I did just rewatch today the execution of Leanne Locken, aka Reunion Part Two. Before um, <laughs> we recorded, there will be blood. There will be blood, and I will say I think that Leanne. I'll start with Leanne, just because we saw this on the show. 
Um, I think she needs to be so fired. And I think that Andy clearly hates her. Like, clearly hates her. I mean, I've never seen him, like, grab, like, essentially just, like, verbally just be grabbing someone's neck, like, the entire, like, the entire reunion. I agree. And I'm so glad he did. He held it. He not only held her feet to the fire, he truly, like, executed her. She's done. And I don't think, and I think that she has to know that. Um, and I think that what she did was so gross. I, I, I really, it still disgusts me. And I'm, and I'm, I'm Hispanic. I'm not Mexican, but I'm Hispanic and I'm of Colombian descent. And I can't imagine being in Carrie's position where, and, and for her, obviously she's from Mexico. That's where she was born and raised before moving to Dallas. I'm just of Colombian descent, but I can't imagine having that, having your ethnicity, your nationality be used against you like that in such a gross way. And in a way that I, I in a way that um, it must be terrible to watch on TV and not only live in person and live in that real life, but to see that play it back on TV and just see Leanne be so like the venom spewing out of her mouth. I'm really, really glad that they didn't let her get, get away with the whole like, oh, this was the heat of the moment because it wasn't. Leanne said it multiple times and knew what she was doing. I, I think that the fact that they even called her out for not contacting Carrie um, or even any of the women over the past few months while the show was airing, or at least since the show wrapped, um, I thought was horrible. I, I just, I, I think there's just no way that Leanne can return to the show. It seems I like agree. nobody wants to film with her. I think that, I honestly think she's a bad person. I'm sorry. I, I do don't... too. I think she let fame get to her head. This D level fame she has on this Bravo show of this really low rated housewives franchise, you know, and right. what do you think about her being included in Bravo con and kind of being front and center in that representing her city though, after they knew all of this shit was going to air, it was kind of airing while that was going on. That's people are really troubled by that. I honestly don't understand why they would allow that to happen. I, know. I don't under, I'm troubled by it. I don't understand it. I don't understand Bravo knew what was going to be aired. They knew that it was going to be bad because it's bad. And also they were presenting it as something that was bad as they should because it was bad. Like I keep saying it's bad because it was bad and there was no excuse for why Leanne should have been at BravoCon. Honestly, if anyone should have been there, it should have been Stephanie and Brandy, I guess. Like that's really, and I was honestly surprised to see that the Dallas cast just wasn't there. Cause I, I know that they're low rated, but I just assumed that they would bring a few of them out there or at least bring Stephanie and Brandy. Cause they're a duo or bring like, um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I can't see anyone else in the cast being there besides, I guess in this case, Leanne or Brandy or Stephanie. That's kind of the only three that I can see them actually bringing if they weren't going to bring out the entire cast, but they knew what was going to happen. Um, and what was going to air truly in a matter of weeks past that. I think the mid-season trailer had already been released. I remember the week of BravoCon, they had already released the mid-season trailer. They You're just right, didn't air they it had. on TV yet. Yep. Yeah, and... it was, it's very strange. I mean, it's, it's like Bravo wants it both ways. And I remember this with the whole Thomas Ravenel thing. God forbid I ever speak that name again, but oh. I just did. You know, like kind of being like, oh yeah, it's just terrible, da da da. But then airing all this crap, and then also like these articles coming out about like he needs to come back because that's where the drama is and Southern Char. It's like, mm, what do you guys really stand by? And not that these shows are supposed to be some kind of moral compass for us. My God, that is not what these shows are. But the- when it gets really bad into like like overt racism against a cast member and really nasty comments like Leanne made or like a- alleged rape accusations things like that you have to kind of draw a line and be on the right side of history with that and it's just interesting to me that bravo doesn't really do that their timing is always a little bit strange now with this brandy thing what do you think about this this is a separate issue oh my god it's like 
Ah, oh, God, I don't, I'm going to tell you guys right now listening. I mean, I've posted it. I've posted a few things on the Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Facebook group page. If you guys aren't in there, come on in. Um, the link is always in the show notes right under these episodes. And um, things get really heated. People have a lot of opinions and not everyone agrees that this is worth kind of canceling her. And the whole idea of cancel culture is really hard too. I mean, I have been, many of us have been a victim of that, you know, cause we just, we're human. We all say shit. We don't mean now this though was a video she took with her daughters where she was obviously making fun of, she says herself, but she was doing it in a way where she was pretending to be Asian in this like goofy derogatory way. Right. And you know, people are not happy with her because especially because she was calling Leanne out for her behavior and they totally. feel like it's extra hypocritical and awful of her to be on that I, like moral high ground when she is doing this in private. I agree. And I, 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 I know that this was posted three years ago or something like that, but I guess it must have been the very beginning of when Dallas must have been like just started airing. Um, I, she says that she apologized for it three years ago. I don't remember any of this. So I honestly don't know. I don't remember. The video is pretty terrible. Um, yeah. And I know that it was leaked by Steve Kimball or whatever, whoever Leanne's like psychotic wedding planner is. Um, and I, it's clearly a, a it's supposed to be a moment to, from Leanne's camp to be like, look at this. And honestly, two wrongs don't make a right. What Leanne did was disgusting. What Brandy did was disgusting. Um, if Brandy apologized three years ago, that's nice. I think that Brandy trying to originally double down on it and say like, oh, I would do it again. It's funny. I don't know why she thought that that would be a good response, especially after what happened with Leanne, but just as a human being, I don't know why she thought that would be a very good response. And I am, especially if she had, again, already apologized three years ago, she knows it's wrong. So for her to even try and be like, I, uh, you know, I would do it again. This is funny. And I want to be an SNL. Like, come on, Brandy, let's not do that. No. Um, I think that she did. She originally, I think, responded to it in her own words. And then all of a sudden, like a PR person swooped in and was like, you cannot do this. Here's what you need to do. Check yourself into a wellness center. Apologize again. Talk about it. I mean, because you could tell her initial responses were way different than they are. Oh, now. Yeah. yeah. When she was like, oh, a video went up with me three years ago and mm -hmm. I apologize and I apologize again. And listen. An apology is a good thing. We like that. But I think that this, it really, I mean, not only was the video so disgusting, but I think that initial response definitely puts a, a stink on the whole thing because it comes off as very phony for her to then be like, well, actually, you know, I'm sorry about that. Right. Uh, exactly. Oh, God. I just think the show's done. I really do. I'll be surprised if it comes back. And if it does come back, I mean, who's going to be left without well, Brandy? Can you have that. Stephanie? I mean, are you going to have Carrie come back with no one to link her? The whole mom and D thing kind of fell flat. They didn't really talk about the company as much as we thought they were going to. I think the show's over. I really do. Well, I think Salt Lake City will take its spot. I agree with that. I also think, okay, so if it does come back, let's discuss a few things because okay. here's, I don't know anything about what's going on in Dallas, but I'm reading in stuff on the internet that I find interesting and it actually is oddly backed up. So let's discuss. So I think Leanne's gone. Bye. Done. I, I agree. We'll never see her again. I've heard that. Um, so yeah, done with that. I know I do listen to, and um, don't judge me for this. I do listen to weekly dose with, of BS with Brandy and Stephanie. I do. I um, love it. I love it. Okay. So tell me what you've heard on there. It's charming. So Stephanie already said on there, because Brandy was not on this week for the first time ever. And obviously it was really that she's in the, in the center and then Stephanie starts crying on the podcast and she's, doing the whole like oh send send your prayers and you know please and all that stuff 
Um, Stephanie already said in the podcast that if Brandy's off the show, she's not going. She's not going to be on. Like I can, I can see that exact scenario happening. That if Brandy doesn't get asked back, Stephanie will go with her. And I don't. And honestly, I think that makes sense. If Brandy's not on the show, Stephanie doesn't want to. I mean, Stephanie wouldn't want to risk her friendship with Brandy to be on the show. I think that Stephanie and Brandy will always be a duo. And honestly, I think, I think that they are. Besides the what what happened with Brandy and her racist video, um, before we even knew about that, I always thought that Brandy and Stephanie actually were one of my favorite Bravo celebrity friends to see on the show. I think that they're true, 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 true friends. Um, I think they really love each other, and I don't see how the show would work um, with just Stephanie, honestly. And Brandy wasn't being there as much as I love Stephanie. I actually can see the show working more, oddly enough, if Brandy was on it without Stephanie, just because I get. I, I guess if anyone was the more alpha of the two or I guess a little bit more outspoken, it was always Brandy. But I do think, and that's, by the way, besides the the video itself, I'm just talking about how the show would work in general. Sure. But I think that my guess if they bring it back is I don't think they're going to fire Brandy. I actually think they're going to bring her back for a couple of reasons. One, because they're doing this whole thing now, the PR apology and going to the wellness center. I think also because... Um, a lot of this stuff didn't happen on the show. So I think that Bravo knows that they can kind of slide past it and it will die down eventually. So I think more so for her than obviously Leanne. So I do think that if the show comes back, Leanne will be fired. Brandy won't. I think Brandy and Stephanie will both be asked back. But what I am hearing about is that apparently there's like a couple of like rumored new housewives. One of them is like an Asian female doctor. I think her name is Tiffany Moon. You can find her on Instagram. Um, and Deandra posted a photo with her, Carrie Brittingham and Tiffany. So Tiffany Moon, not not Tiffany from season one. Is this so, the photo Deandra posted with her tragic new haircut? Yes, the bangs. Oh my god! What the hell? I thought it was a wig, and then I realized it wasn't. And I said, "Oh no, 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 no!" I like actually, I, I had, I almost had a heart attack in that moment. I when I saw the hair, I was like, "This cannot be. This cannot be her season five hairdo." And uh, those wispy. Brandon, I'm going to tell you right now bangs. that is what my hair looks like when I cut bangs because I have like see through hair when it grows too long. I need help. I have struggle <laughs> hair. I looked at that and I thought, "Who told you to do this? Who who is doing you wrong, girl? Like someone is advising you badly." It I is could not believe so it. Wrong. It is so wrong. Oh I cannot. I cannot believe she got that. And I saw because Deandra does that thing where she posts like breath. She like does. She posts these pictures every week. It's actually my favorite part of Dallas is that simply she posts these like crazy posts every week where she's like tonight on Bravo Real Housewives of Dallas, and it's like either a quote from her or like a quote from the Bible, <laughs> and it's like a photo of her just like like Jeremy took a photo of her just like doing some random pose. It never makes any sense, and she's done it now for three years. Oh my god, I just can't. Uh, you know what? I don't know who's gonna come back either. I I feel like it is in danger of not coming back. And Salt Lake will take over. However, if it does, it'll be a whole shakeup. I agree with you um i will say if anyone wants to stop mm. tiffany moon you can find her i'm looking at her right now at the underscore style underscore doctor on instagram she might be the new housewife and i will say okay. if you're gonna bring back dallas i'm fine with new blood coming in i'm fine with it all good with that but we'll see we'll see how it shakes out i honestly don't know but leanne's fired we know that i mean cameron would definitely be back Oh, 100%. They're going to invite yeah, Cam back. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Okay. I'm not sure about Deandra, but it looks like they might. So who knows? I, you know, not with that hair, girl. Fix not yourself. Fix hair. your bangs. No, not with that. She's got to get it together. She and needs a wig. I say that as someone who buys hair instead of grows it too. Like, just go buy some. Okay, New Jersey. We have to talk about New Jersey. Okay, a couple of things before we get to the hair pull heard around the world. Uh, Gia's prom dress scene. 
what are your thoughts on Gia calling Teresa out and and Joe about like just keeping their business away from her when they start fighting over him razzing Teresa about like you're spending all my money. She's like, I make all the money. And then they get into the, we signed a prenup and I didn't want to yeah. marry you. I mean, it was intense. I really think that obviously it seems like Gia is like the parentified child and she should never be put in that role. So I completely agree with her that our parents need to keep their nonsense and their bullshit to themselves and not involve their children or not involve Gia. It's But I will say as well, I do, as much as I usually disagree with Teresa on a lot, I do, I did actually feel bad that it does. Like, I feel bad about what happened in the fight because... It's very clear. I mean, Teresa has had to work her ass off since getting out of prison to pay the restitution, support the girls, like support their lifestyle, whatever, like getting back on her feet. She's made all the money. And I do feel bad that he's still trying to do this weird misogynistic thing of like, well, she's spending my money on nails and hair. It's like, fuck off. Like, I think that Teresa's had to carry us on her back, carry her family, support everybody. And it was really the one moment in a while that I agreed with her and I was just like, yeah, like he sucks. I mean, we know that he sucks, but I really was like, good for her for saying like, I'm paying the restitution back. It's my money. I I know it is true. It is true. As much as like, we hate to give Teresa any credit for anything. She has been doing it all. And here's the thing though. I mean, who does she think she's married to? And who does he think he's married to? These two are like a box of rocks dumb. You know, like he, he totally just says that stuff to her because it's the only thing he's ever said. He doesn't have a relationship with her now. He only had the relationship he had with her before she went to prison. You know, so he's like, oh, you go spending my money. Da, da, da. I think it's almost like he's dad joke. Like he just doesn't he doesn't even know what to say to her. They don't even know who each other are anymore. Period. Right. Right. You know, like it's that. just weird. It's very weird. And by the way, did you can you believe that they signed a prenup? Those like when okay. they first got married. Okay, thank you. This is my next question for you. Like, why would she in her like Jersey Shore high cut bikini sign a prenup with Juicy Joe, who's like also twenty two years old, who has nothing to his name? What in the world? It, okay. Here's my next question. Don't even answer that. Here's the thing I really want to know. And I was talking to somebody about about this the other day and they were like, um, I don't know what you're asking me. Like, do you think I'm a lawyer? I'm like, I don't know, but I need answers. So isn't everything in their entire lives like null and void? I mean, a prenup, even a marriage, like everything, because like he was never a citizen. Well, I will say I don't think so just because he was a permanent resident. So he was here legally. So I think when they got married, it's fine, right? Okay, but like you can like do every all the other paperwork involved in their whole lives is fine. You know, as a 90 day fiance aficionado as I yes. am and you have become. I mean, mm-hmm. we watch this stuff and how hard it is for people to get, you know, the legal status and then the change of status and then things that, you know, as each thing happens. So you can sign a prenup and have a marriage license and all of this other paperwork with a guy who's never changed his status to a legal to to an actual naturalized is it naturalized is that the word citizen and it's all, all that paperwork is still good i i i i i want to say yes but i'm not i don't know i don't know for sure i want to say yes just attorneys because- let us know I have to, you know what? My mom's an attorney, a divorce. I'm going to ask her after this and I'll let you know. Important information we need to know from Mama Brandon 
I, we, but from Mama Brady, we because I'm curious as well. I want to say my gut's telling me it's still fine, but honestly, I could be very wrong. I don't know. I don't know, but I will say that the fact that you even have her prenup in the first place is ridiculous. And I actually felt for her a little bit when she did admit in her interview um, that it was like as an Italian girl in Jersey, it was embarrassing if she was in it like not marry this guy that she was engaged to. Right. Oh my God. They're just a mess. I mean, Joe is They're really posting some deep thoughts by Joe Judice lately <laughs> on Instagram. Have you seen those? Yes. After you stalk the style doctor, Moon, <laughs> go stalk Joe Judice and just have a whole different experience. It is like some kind of SNL deep thoughts. It's very bizarre. I'm like, who's writing this for you? Number one, like number two, why? What's, oh, it's just very He's strange. really like reflecting in his life while staring at the Italian sunset, thinking of his kids and his, and Teresa in Jersey. It's like wearing like an orange leather members only jacket. I mean, he is just the funniest, weirdest dude. And she is just deadpan stare, dead behind the eyes. We are going to see them go to Italy this week. So we're going to see that footage. And you know what? I'm just always up for some good Italy porn. Like, just I show me that. Week. It's not this week. What? It's not? No, it was the mid-season trailer that's coming at the end. I oh. wish it was this week. Okay, you're right. It was the mid-season trailer, and I got excited that it was, like, next week on. It was the mid-season trailer. Okay, so we're still we'll in the, the throes. Next week. We're in the throes of Jersey. Yeah, they're going to the Hamptons. You're right. Very okay. excited about that. Meanwhile, they gather at strip malls and stores that of designers we've <laughs> never heard of and pull each other's hair. So here's what we really need to talk about, and then we'll kind of close out after this. Danielle pulled Marge's hair. Uh, it was after Margaret Josephs threw water on her, which was also after Danielle got in her personal space. And they, body checked her. Right, and like body checked her, like boob checked her. Oh, and yeah. Teresa has taken up the cause of defending Danielle, which is a, an enormous mistake in my book. And I don't understand it. Make me understand why Teresa is drawing this line and and defending Danielle so hardcore. Uh, I'm trying to understand it. I will say that I, so watching her footage, I think I said in the last podcast, like, you know, I, I'm obviously always team Margaret and I don't, never thought Margaret's hair should have been pulled ever. But I did say to her, like, oh my God, she's lucky that Danielle's not attacked her yet because Margaret's gotten away with like doing it. And by the way, God bless her. I think Danielle deserved the wine in her face when that red wine was tossed. I think Mark, I think she deserved the water in her head. I was like, Danielle deserves the worst that's ever coming to her. She deserves I, like I'm all surprised. fluids on her person. Yeah. Always. But I'm surprised that Margaret sort of never, it was never, like Danielle had just hadn't attacked her yet. I was just shocked by that. So we saw Danielle attack her and, and say in, in glee and scarily that she just couldn't take it anymore and grab her by the hair i gotta say i felt terrible for margaret i'm i'm thank god margaret was not hurt uh because or seriously hurt because i think the she was her, yeah well it seems like she has the whiplash which is bad and it's not surprising margaret's i mean margaret's neck was like completely like i mean danielle really could have hurt her bad like and i i i, I just and it, I, we kept seeing the previews, so you knew it was coming. But at the same time, like actually just watching the footage and seeing Margaret's head snap back really hard, I, I was really horrified. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm really glad that the other cast members, minus Teresa, even Jennifer, like stood up for Margaret and said, "This is not okay." Danielle never should have put her hands on her. Uh, I'm shocked that Teresa really didn't just turn on Danielle in that moment and is instead acting as if like throwing water on someone is the same thing. It's just not like, I get that Margaret maybe shouldn't have tossed water on Danielle two wrongs don't make a right. But Danielle 
pulling her hair is is very 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 much worse that way very beyond much worse. way beyond way. i mean okay when dolores actually says teresa you need to get your head on straight i mean when she starts standing up to teresa and telling her that she's wrong you know things are wrong for you know it's teresa's on the wrong side because dolores will be ride or die with crazy people like siggy and teresa always oh god yeah you know like she, she will yeah. oh yeah and oh, so she will. even she is like, what? I mean, of course she hates Danielle. Hashtag never forget. Welcome back, scumbag. But Dolores is trying to tell Teresa, like, you need to see this more clearly because no one can get through to her. But Teresa is just a brick wall. She is so dumb. She just cannot. She She's does not so understand dumb. anything. And then she throws water on Jackie to make her point later. Not on Jackie, excuse me, on Jennifer later at the party. And Jennifer takes it in stride. I mean, she's kind of, Jennifer has grown on me quite a bit. She's kind of funny. I love her. I'm sorry I loved her this season. I I love that she was like, well, I didn't drag Teresa by the hair. I know. But she's like, what? Okay, this would be fine. And then she throws a glass. I'm like, what is Teresa doing? Like, she's doing a little too much. Teresa is nuts and then she tossed the glass behind the bar just just tosses it I, I that did make me giggle I was like what the hell but Teresa I I will say with Teresa she be, be she doesn't see that Margaret's hurt instead that she's seeing Margaret giving her an ultimatum and she's like fuck her I'm the star of the show and she needs to come to me which is such I, I'm sorry I, I actually I was pretty really actually really pissed off when mm-hmm. Teresa was like she can approach me because I was like you know what Teresa Get off your high horse. You have no power. You have no power in the show as much as you think you do. So you need to, like, Margaret was seriously hurt. And the fact that she she now believes that this is, like, that Margaret needs to, like, give her, show her respect I, I in that way. I just, and show her respect by approaching her first. I'm like, you know what, Teresa? Fuck you. And I honestly, I'm, Margaret is going to get to that point. And she was very close to getting to that point this week. But I think that. It seems like they're friends now because Danielle's now, you know, on the outs with everybody. But if Teresa was going to be friends with Danielle, like, to this day, like, January 2020, not filming anymore, like, still friends, I can imagine Margaret by the reading would be like, fuck you, we're not friends. I agree, because Margaret doesn't care. And uh, Teresa is just... The thing is, is, like, I have to admit, even though I'm loath to admit, that Teresa, when we say, oh, she doesn't have the power she thinks she has, she does. She does actually have the power. She is that show. You know what I mean? Like, so I think like, even more than, even more than a Nini or a Vicky, as we've seen how the mighty have fallen and become demons backstage at a reunion, like Teresa, they will hold off filming the entire show when she's in prison. You know what I mean? Like they can't, they don't, they do not do it without her. And so she, her knowing that is so dangerous. It's like when stupid people have power, how dangerous it is. That is Teresa. Uh, oh my God. Okay. True. It's that just, true. yeah, they know it. So Danielle though, going on and watch what happens live. I was like, what the fuck was come that? on. Okay. Again, like you and I were saying, where does Bravo stand on this stuff? It's like, they have her on just so she can say her piece. And then she, some caller called up and called her Beverly, which was amazing. And that then Danielle's terrible. like, I have a huge announcement to make. You will never see my face again. on real housewives of New Jersey. And everyone's like, that's your announcement. Like you not being allowed on the show anymore. Cause you're a liability. What? Like oh, what yeah, kind of announcement Danielle is this? Like, After 10 years of being a housewife, which by the way, what? Housewife for two years. Yeah. Okay. Two. I was like, really, Danielle? Danielle's like, Andy, like, we totally let that go by. After 10 years of being a housewife of New Jersey, I will leave the show and never come back. And you have, like, poor Stephanie Holman's and Esther going, okay, that's good. 
Okay. <laughs> Stephanie had a long blonde ponytail extension into it. I was like, that is such a bad choice. Like, why Don't did you it. do that? Don't pull my hair. Yeah, exactly. And Andy Cohen's like, oh my God, Danielle, I'm shocked. I don't know why Andy and Watch Happens Live gave Danielle that platform. First of all, she should not have been on the show after that. Like, that should have been, like, if you wanted to have anyone on that show, you could have had Margaret or maybe even Jennifer. Or if you really wanted to, for no reason, put on Melissa because it was her fashion show and be like, oh, okay, great. But, like, to have Danielle as the guest to essentially celebrate and and partake in this, like, and in, in what she did, which Margaret has said, Margaret said that, like, production was crying because they were all freaked out by what right. happened. Like, I mean, it seemed like that was a very, not only intense moment, but a very scary one for not only the cast and Margaret, but also production that doesn't want to see anyone physically harming each other. And Danielle very much did that. So I think to have, for Watch What Happens Live, to bring her on and, and, and Danielle proudly talking about the fact that she would do it again. I know. This is what I'm saying. It's like, what are they all about? Oh, God. It's just so gross. Bravo is really gross right now. I have to say, okay. Now, guys, listen, I'm still watching. So I'm the biggest hypocrite on the planet. But they're just they're being really gross right now with everybody. I'm like, what? where do you stand? What? What is happening? What are the rules here? I guess there are no rules with Housewife. I don't know. I don't get There it. are no rules. Yeah, you're right. There are, it's I, the Thunderdome. There are no rules. It's the Thunderdome. It's like five men enter, one man leave, everybody dies, rip their hair out, whatever. Okay, Brandon, thank you so much for the Housewives Summit this week thank you I for having me it. for the summit i feel i always feel like i have new life whenever i do the summit I with you too. and i'm excited i'm already excited for the next one i know so we'll get together in another uh we're gonna do these every two weeks you guys and like i said we started out with really diving deep into new jersey but we just found that we want to talk about just everything so we're going to talk about as much as we can with housewives every other week and of course i will be here every week with mary Payne gilbert doing 90 day and every week or every other, I'm not sure yet, with Kirsten Moore from Reality TV and me, we're covering Married at First Sight this season, and it already Ooh. looks to be just an epic shit show. I encourage you to watch that only on your DVR and only when like you get a, a few episodes built up, Brandon, because... Sounds good. It's I will do it. It's amazing if you can fast forward through like all the repetitive stuff. It's very good. So this season looks good. Uh, Beverly Hills is coming soon, and you know when New York comes, like I... We might have to up our game to every week at that point, uh, but we'll it's gonna see. It's going to be like a bomb hit. It's like, that's going to be a wonderful moment for all of us when New York comes back. Can't oh wait. Oh my God. I cannot wait. So tell people where they can find you on social media between now and then. So I'm on the Facebook group. You can find me there. I'm also on Twitter at BB Alvarado and then on Instagram at the Brandon Alvarado. Thank you. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Talk to you soon. Thank you. is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, Casper. Do you happen to like the Harry Potter books? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Me too. That's why we started a podcast called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text where we read the whole series chapter by chapter. That's right. And we've just started book seven, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. If you've spent your whole adult life missing English class and you love Harry Potter, then this is the podcast for you. Listen on your favorite podcast app today.
ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.